Hello, I'm Cami Corban. I'm a writer with a little free time, and I want to spend it with you. You'll note the title of this week's episode is "Lies We Believe." Today, I want to bring you a story about a lie I did not believe. I heard it several years ago while sitting in a high school auditorium, listening to the football coach. I was there to support. My son and his best friend. They had dreamed of playing football since elementary school, when they became fast friends. And finally, the day had arrived. They were 15 at the time, and the fall season was due to start shortly. The football coach was there to provide an orientation for parents such as myself. He wanted to familiarize us with the safety gear that our children would wear. I paid close attention to what he had to say about helmets because, you see, I was very concerned about a potential head injury. Like most people, I'd heard the horror stories about young athletes having concussions. I already had one brain injured child. I did not want another. So the football coach patiently explained to us how these helmets would protect our children from head injuries, specifically traumatic brain injuries. In case you don't know much about concussion, I'd like to tell you about. Three principal features of confusion that result from one. Number one, inability to maintain a coherent stream of thought. Number two, a disturbance of awareness with heightened distractibility. And number three, inability to carry out a sequence of goal-oriented movements. If you had any one of those symptoms, don't you think it would ruin your day? Now, maybe like many people, you believe that concussions resolve in a short period of time. That there is a period of discomfort, the athlete suffers much like the flu, and then it's back to football or soccer or whatever contact sport, but it's business as usual. I never believed that. Maybe it's because I had a brain injured son. I remain highly skeptical. Nevertheless, I listened to the presentation about helmets, and I bought the fanciest, most deluxe, most expensive version, nearly guaranteed to protect my son from God knows what—the onslaught of another player, I suppose. I didn't really believe it, and recently, my skepticism. Was proven to be warranted. Recent studies have shown that helmets make athletes no safer and do not protect them from concussion. What's the big deal? You may be wondering. Well, I will tell you. In this country, we have roughly three hundred thousand concussions a year. The risk of Concussion is estimated to be as high as 19% per year of play. 
multiply that by three years or four, you come up with a very big number that equates to a high risk of concussion. So why is concussion on my mind at all? A couple reasons. One, last month in April, Senate passed, the Senate passed a, a new bill that is aimed to protect young athletes from concussions. And they mainly tackle manufacturers for false advertising. They won't be able to say anymore that helmets will protect your child or your loved one from concussion. That's a small victory. If you believe that concussion is not a big deal, that it resolves quickly, I submit to you that you are wrong. That in 15 to 20% of cases, symptoms persist for weeks, months, or even years. Sadly, that has been the case with my son's best friend. This week, he saw a neurologist for a concussion that he had a year ago. His symptoms had not resolved. So, he was subjected to a battery of tests, MRI scans and, and cognitive tests as well. Yesterday, the neurologist called with bad news. He was unwilling to fully disclose them over the phone. What he did say was that the young man needed to come back for a full day appointment with both the neurologist and the neuropsychologist. Though they didn't disclose the results, they did recommend brain rehabilitation. I don't know how effective treatment is for concussion symptoms that have refused to resolve. It may be a case of too little, too late. Here's what I do know. We have, as a nation, an unquenchable appetite for contact sports. The middle-aged and older tend to be the most rabid fans. They are willing to put the young in harm's way for their own enjoyment. They know the risks of injury and the potential for long-term consequences. However, to many of them, injuries are no big deal. They know that the coach will send in replacement players. The game will go on. They will celebrate their victory or mourn their loss. And that, to them, is the most important. The young may receive fair warning in advance of the potential risks of injuries. As we all know, in one ear, out the other. The young believe they are invincible, in, not immortal. This country will not change until we stop putting our own enjoyment ahead of our youth. They are our future and we need to love them better. 
Thank you for listening. This has been Cami Corbeon. You can find my books at iTunes, Amazon, and Audible. Um, and you can also find me at my website, camicorbeon.com. Thanks for dropping by.